Good evening, and welcome to the You Tell Me Show. On this week's episode, we're going to discuss some astonishing revelations regarding UFOs from an ex-Pentagon intelligence official, as well as from two former naval pilots. We'll have our moment in black history regarding Dr. Cornell West, as well as our Man Stop Playing Moment of the Week. We'll talk about Bronny James, son of NBA legend LeBron James, and his recent health scare as a player for the University of Southern California. As always, we'll have a couple of musical selections from our artist contributors. This is Professor Cass saying welcome to the You Tell Me Show. Gonna sit on the sideline to be your own boss, make up your own mind. Find time to shine and uplift. My brothers and sisters co-shooting the gift. This world is in an uproar, and it's time for us to break down the door. Stand up in equality, now fight for yours, man. You tell me. And you tell me. And you tell me. And you tell me. And you tell me. Welcome to the You Tell Me Show, the show where we discuss some of the most interesting topics from the previous week. That's the You Tell Me Show featuring Professor Kaz. Welcome back to the You Tell Me Show. I would like to give my heartfelt prayers to the James family for their son, Bronny James. He's the elder son of basketball superstar LeBron. He suffered a cardiac arrest during basketball practice at the University of Southern California on Monday. The 18-year-old was treated at the scene before being taken to the hospital, according to a statement issued by a family spokesperson. The statement said that Bronny is no longer in the intensive care unit and is in stable condition. The spokesperson said the family is requesting privacy and updates will be made available in time. The spokesperson was quoted as saying LeBron and Savannah wish to publicly send their deepest thanks and appreciation to the USC medical and athletic staff for their incredible work and dedication to the safety of their athletes. The six-foot-three incoming freshman for the USC Trojans is ranked the 20th player on ESPN's Top 100 2023 recruits. The university said it was not able to comment out of respect for student privacy. Hopefully, the young man makes a full recovery. As you all know, his dad, LeBron, has vowed to continue playing in the NBA until he has at least one year in which he and his son will be in the league at the same time. Hopefully, this doesn't put that plan in jeopardy. This is baffling, to say the least. These are athletes in top physical condition, and it's becoming more frequent. Other famous cases of sudden cardiac death include Boston Celtics player Reggie Lewis, who died on the basketball court at 27 years old in 1993. NBA G League player Zeke Upshaw, who died at age 26 two days after going into sudden cardiac arrest in 2018, and three international soccer players who died during matches. Hank Gathers died three years before Reggie Lewis. 
the Loyola Marymount forward dunked during the game on the same date back in 1990 and collapsed on the court a few seconds later due to a heart condition. He was pronounced dead on arrival at the hospital. Gathers was just 23 years old with the best of his basketball career and life left in front of him. We should all remember the on-field collapse of Buffalo Bills defensive player DeMar Hamlin in January due to cardiac arrest. That sparked conversations about safety in the National Football League. As sports go, however, basketball players suffer the highest rate of sudden cardiac death. So to LeBron, Bronny, and the rest of the James family, my prayers are with you as Bronny makes his recovery. We'll be right back on the You Tell Me Show.
welcome back to the You Tell Me Show. Over the past few weeks, there have been congressional hearings regarding UFOs. A former Pentagon intelligence official, David Gresh turned whistleblower, has been giving out some very serious information and making some very astonishing claims about information that the Pentagon has held from the rest of us civilians in the United States. There's also two former Navy pilots, Mr. Ryan Graves and Mr. David Favor, that also were interviewed by Congress and gave some of the accounts that they've had firsthand as Navy pilots. So let's start off with one of the the things that stood out to me the most. Let's take a listen. And um, what percentage of UAPs do you feel are adequately investigated by the U.S. government of the five percent that are reported? <laughs> um, I can only speak for uh, my personal leadership over at NGA. I tried to look at every report that came through that I could mm-hmm. triage. So, do you believe that officials at the highest levels of our national security apparatus have unlawfully withheld information from Congress and subverted uh, our oversight authority? There are certain elected leaders that had more information that I'm not sure what they've shared with certain Gang of Eight members or et cetera, but uh, certainly uh, I would not be surprised. Okay. You say that the government is in possession of potentially non-human spacecraft. Based on your experience and extensive conversations with experts, do you believe our government has made contact with intelligent extraterrestrials? something I can't discuss in public setting. Um, okay, I can't ask when you think this occurred. <laughs> if you believe we have crashed craft, uh, stated earlier, do we have the bodies of the pilots who piloted this craft? As I've stated publicly already in my News Nation interview, uh, biologics came with some of these recoveries. Yeah. Um, were they, I guess, human or non-human biologics? Non-human, and that was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to that are currently still on the program. And was this documentary evidence, this video, photos, eyewitness, like how would that be determined? The specific documentation I would have to talk to you in a skiff about. Gotcha. Um, Okay. So, and, and you may or may not be able to answer my last question, and maybe we get into a skiff at the next hearing that we have, but who in the government either... What agency, sub-agency, what contractors, who should be called into the next hearing about UAPs, either in a public setting or even in a private setting? And, and you probably can't name names, but what agencies or organizations, contractors, et cetera, do we need to call in to get these questions answered, whether it's about funding, what programs are happening, and what's out there? I can give you a specific cooperative and hostile witness list of specific individuals uh, that we're in those. And, and how soon can we get that list? I'm happy to provide that to you after the hearing. Super. Thank you. And I yield back. I hope you all were listening very carefully to the responses that he had to the Congresswoman's questions. Yes, we have recovered alien aircraft. And yes, those alien aircraft came accompanied by alien non human biological pilots. So there you have firsthand information that we have the bodies of aliens and have had the bodies of aliens for years. Also, the Russian government has recently been going through the same thing. They're releasing information 
about their contact with UFOs. Let's take a listen to some of these stories from the Russian side. Uh, I want to start with this new letter that was entered into the congressional record uh, from, from George Knapp, the investigative journalist, with these really unbelievable claims with Russia and their UFO program. Uh, he has information from a program head in Russia called uh, named Colonel Boris Sokolov. It says Sokolov said there had been 45 incidents in which Russian warplanes engaged with UFOs, chased them, even shot at them. In most recent incidents, the UFOs shot away at unbelievable speeds, but in three incidents, the Russian warplanes were dibbled and crashed. Two of the pilots were killed. Uh, and after those incidents, uh, they go on to say that there was this nationwide order that UFOs should be left alone because in the words of the top air defense official, they have incredible capacities for retaliation. That's a new uh, letter that's been entered since the hearings, Congressman. I hadn't heard that before. Uh, pretty unbelievable. Did you know about this, this Russian connection? There's always been talk about Russia, of course, the secrecy around it and things that have happened over there. But sure, it's a lot of they, they cover a lot of ground over there. So obviously they've had some instances and this one in particular is um, is of great interest. Yeah, it's interesting to hear that they had this program, very, very uh, intense program, sophisticated, where they were studying UFOs for years. Uh, he said there was uh, other evidence about the secret Russian program uh, that he received from former uh, Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid. They were very, very close for years and giving each other information. He says UFOs appeared over yeah. a Russian missile base. This was also interesting. Again, now in the congressional record, UFOs appeared over the base, performed astonishing maneuvers in front of stunned eyewitnesses, and then somehow took control of the launch system. The missiles aimed at the U.S. were suddenly fired up. Launch control codes were somehow entered and the base was unable to stop what could have been initiated yeah. World War III. Then just as suddenly the UFOs disappeared and the launch control system shut down. I mean, if you're not concerned about national security with this issue, I mean, that that pretty much sums it up right there. Um, you know, if, yeah. if that's all true. And again, you talk about George Knapp's uh, credibility. Uh, it's really alarming. Well. Now, if that's not a bombshell, then I don't know what is. So apparently... Russia has had several incidents where they have got into firefights with UFOs, where they have chased UFOs, where UFOs have even shot down three of their airplanes, killing two pilots. So if we thought things was going crazy here in America, boy, in Russia, it's off the chain. So I guess it's safe to say... Um, with all of this information slowly coming out that we need to be prepared for some type of major incident to happen this year or early next year. I'm believing because they only start allowing information like this to be released when they are preparing us for something to come. I don't know. You tell me. We'll be right back. Yo, I need somewhere to go to get my vocals recorded, get some photographs taken, and shoot some video. I wish I knew a company that did all of that. You've never heard of the Street Artist Media Group? No. Who's a street artist? The Street Artist is in Columbia, South Carolina. They do photography, audio, video, and podcasting. You should check them out. 
Well, how do I get in contact with them? I could use it for a lot of things that I need to get done. Look them up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Spotify. You can even email them at streetartistllc at streetartist.com. Ask for the professor. He'll be sure to help you out. Thanks for the info. I'm going to contact the street artists and get all of my creative needs taken care of. That's the street artists, your one-stop shop for all your media needs. Welcome to this week's episode of Man, Stop Playing. Cats in Pasadena must be hired up. Man, stop playing. There was a brother that went into a chicken and waffles joint in Pasadena, California, armed with a handgun. My man walked up to the cash register and said, this is a stick-up. The employees of the restaurant were terrified and started emptying the cash register. My man said, what y'all doing? I don't want that money. Fill up one of them boxes with all the chicken and waffles that you can fit in there. Man, stop playing. They was trying to get his brother the money, but he wanted the chicken and waffles instead. The chicken tried to cross the road to escape, but your boy wasn't playing. Man, stop playing. He must have been so hungry that his stomach was chewing on his backbone. Man, stop playing. On the real, my man was pissed because they wouldn't sell him anything because he wasn't wearing a mask. Man, stop playing. You could have went to the local grocery store and bought enough chicken and waffles for the whole family for what you was going to pay for that one plate. Man, stop playing. This has been your Man, Stop Playing moment of the week.
Up next is our moment in black history. In this episode, we pay homage to Dr. Cornel West. Dr. Cornel West is an American philosopher, political activist, social critic, actor, and public intellectual. Dr. West focuses on the role of race, gender, and class in American society and the means by which people act and react to their radical conditionedness. He draws intellectual contributions from multiple traditions, including Christianity, the black church, Marxism, and neo-pragmatism, just to name a few. Among his most influential books are Race Matters, uh, published in 1994, and Democracy Matters, published in 2004. As a young man, Dr. West marched in civil rights demonstrations and organized protests demanding black study courses at his high school, where he was student body president. He later wrote that in his youth he admired the sincere black militancy of Malcolm X, the defiant rage of the Black Panther Party, and the livid black theology of James Cone. In 1970, after graduating from high school, he enrolled in Harvard College where he graduated magna cum laude in 1973. He credits Harvard with exposing him to a broader range of ideas influenced by his professors as well as the Black Panther Party. Dr. West says his Christianity prevented him from joining the Black Panther Party, instead choosing to work in local breakfast, prison, and church programs. After completing his undergraduate work at Harvard, he enrolled at Princeton University, where he received a Doctor of Philosophy degree in 1980, completing the dissertation under the supervision of Raymond Geis and Sheldon Wolin, becoming the first African American to graduate from Princeton with a PhD in philosophy. From 2010 to 2013, Dr. West co-hosted a radio program with Tavis Smiley called Smiley and West. He has also been featured in several documentaries and made appearances in Hollywood films such as The Matrix Reloaded and The Matrix Revolution, as well as providing commentary for both films. Dr. West has also made several spoken word and hip-hop albums, and due to his work, he's been named MTV's Artist of the Week on several occasions. He is additionally a frequent conversation partner with his friend, Robert P. George, a prominent conservative intellectual, with the two often speaking together at colleges and universities on the meanings of liberal arts education, free speech, and civil dialogue. In 2020, he was listed by Prospect as the fourth greatest thinker for the COVID-19 era. Dr. Cornell West, an African-American hero and a true American pioneer. And now, the man himself, Dr. Cornell West. Why? Because we have never seen a generation so isolated, lonely, alienated, spiritually malnutrition suffering from spiritual malnutrition and existential emptiness in the history of the country. All you have to do is visit a public school in any, not just Chocolate City, but Vanilla Suburb too. San Diego is just the tip of an iceberg. Columbine, tip of an iceberg. Why? Families weak, communities feeble, neighborhoods transformed into hoods. And that's just not in black and brown communities. I'm talking about suburbs too. 
A hood is a place where social Darwinian sensibilities are predominant in which people are obsessed with the survival of the slickest. Preoccupied with the 11th commandment, thou shalt not get caught. 71% of high school students say they cheat regularly on exams because it's all about that American goal of success, capital S. Get over by any means. It's part of the significance of the hip hop culture. One of the creative breakthroughs of the last 30 years where the younger generation engages in an indictment of the older generation. That says you haven't given us enough love, care, attention. You left us drifting. We have to raise ourselves. We'll create our own black CNN to provide advice and counsel as to how to grow up. Because you older folk are too preoccupied with other things, careerism, hedonism, narcissism, individualism. What an indictment. And then we get upset about gangster rap. And they say, look, what we see is the ultimate logic of this market-driven culture obsessed with buying and spending and promoting and advertising is a gangsterization culture. We see gangster activity in White House, State House, City Hall, Church, Mosque, Temple. That's what we think. That we might be a little more raw and coarse in our forms of expression. But isn't it all about that fetish of our day, the market, which is a legal and human construct that can do good things and bad things and under various conditions? But we want to ascribe magical powers to it. It's all about getting over. Win the election at any cost. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Cornell West will be right back on the You Tell Me Show. The young men and women of upstate New York are lucky to have a community program called Don't Cheat, Go Hard. Don't Cheat, Go Hard teaches our youth to give maximum effort in everything they do. Charles B. Coe Sr. and Jr. know the true definition of Don't Cheat, Go Hard. That's why they founded the program. If you want your child to learn the right skills and get the proper mentoring to be successful in anything they choose to do in life, call Charles and Charles. Just leave a message on our message board at Anchor FM under the You Tell Me Show or look us up on Facebook at Street Artists LLC. You can also send us email correspondence at streetartistsllc at streetartist.com. Remember, the definition of cheating is to act dishonestly or unfairly to gain an advantage. The definition of going hard is doing something with 100% maximum effort. Don't cheat, go hard. Apply this to all things in life and watch good things happen. We've come to the end of another episode of the You Tell Me Show. We talked about some astonishing revelations regarding UFOs from an ex-Pentagon intelligence official, as well as two former Navy pilots. We discussed Dr. Cornell West during our moment in black history, as well as an idiot from Pasadena during our man stop playing moment of the week. Again, I thought some prayers go out to Bronnie James and the entire James family. We hope you have a speedy recovery. 
Please look for the You Tell Me Show on Anchor FM, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Facebook, and Spotify. Also, go check out the Street Artists LLC YouTube channel. Please don't forget to press that support button so we can continue to bring you our content. This is Professor Cass saying peace and love from the You Tell Me Show. Gonna sit on the sideline to be your own boss, make up your own mind. Find time to shine and uplift. My brothers and sisters co-shooting the gift. This world is in an uproar, and it's time for us to break down the door. Stand up in equality, now fight for yours, man. You tell me. And 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 you tell me.